0: Welcome to Real Estate 360, and now, your hosts and experts, Steve Connolly and Jason Miles.
1: Hello and uh, welcome. It is the Real Estate 360 show. This is Steve Connolly, hashtag unemployable. And with me, as always, is... is Jason O. Miles, hashtag
0: the real estate trainer. What's up, everybody? How you doing today? How you feeling, Steve?
1: I am feeling... Unbelievably fantastic, you know. One of my guys that uh, uh, several people that call me and they say uh, always, "How are you doing?" and and I always say, "I'm doing fantastic," you know. That's right. And they said, "You need somehow you need to uh, trademark that." And I said, "Yeah, that'd be great," but uh, no, you know, it's just it's just an individual choice for me, and uh, everyone has that option to be feeling fantastic, no matter what's going on out there. That's right. Because today is the best day of your life. Today is right now the only day of your life. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's right.
0: Uh, That's exactly right, man.
1: Man, live it like it's the only day.
0: That's right. So let me ask you something, Steve. Yeah. We've got a lot going on in uh, in our world today, you know, how, how are, how are you yeah. navigating through all this madness right now? I mean, how are you uh, looking at your business? How are we looking at things right now? I mean, from everything from, you know, the education aspect to, you know, buying houses, selling houses, uh, you know, the commercial market. I mean, there's a lot to, to really,
1: you know, look at right now. I mean, how are, how are you looking at it? Well, uh, that's a great question. And, um, You know, I I really am taking each and every single day, one day at a time. And so, whatever is showing up for me, I'm just handling it as it comes up. So, and I'm really not doing a whole lot of things differently, although uh, I've gotten a significant amount of clarity on, you know, what purchases and what. Avenue that I'm going to take. And then you and I've talked about that. And we're going to take uh, collectively when we, when we're looking for opportunities. And of course I'm seeing a lot of opportunities out there in a lot of different areas. So certainly uh single family houses now, you know, I know there's a lot of chaos out there right now. Uh, people uh, kind of rioting in the streets or uh, let's call it peacefully, you, you know, marching. How about that? <laughs> yeah. 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 With okay. Some some with bricks, okay. <laughs> but you know, right now, what I'm seeing is people are still buying houses. I'm not. I'm not watching the news. I don't know what happened last night anywhere in the country. I only know, you know, what's happening right here around me. You know, and, and maybe that's not my. Maybe that's myopic. Maybe people see that as, as not being responsible, but. Hey, I'm responsible for what I can control. And and so I'm seeing people are buying houses, people are selling houses. This is really impetus motivation for them to sell at a better price. I'm making offers that just make sense, you know, for, for me. And yeah. if, if I get them, then they then I don't. If I get them, great. If I don't, hey, great. I don't, you know, sometimes the best deal you ever did. Is the one that you did not get because you didn't pay too much for it? You know. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I mean,
0: I mean, even you know, you know, we talked uh, maybe a, a few episodes ago. Uh, we talked about where we can find deals in this market and how we can find, you know, make good offers. And uh, I talked about doing uh, doing business with with lenders. You know, with lenders that were foreclosing and doing you know either short sales or basically short sales and we've had you know at least one of those approved just yesterday well technically this morning you know and um
1: what tell me more yeah yeah we,
0: we, <laughs> we got we got one property um just approved on the short sale I mean we knew we were going to get the approval we were just waiting on it to come in oh. Okay. But but now we got it. So I know this is the first time you're hearing about it as well, but uh, yeah, man, we got it. And, and those are some of the ways that we're looking at deals. Obviously, you know, we're doing our marketing. We're looking for um, uh, off-market deals for people that just want to offload these properties for one reason or another, and it's coming in. They're coming in. People are saying, you know what? This is just not something I am capable or willing to deal with at this moment, you know? So they're just getting getting it off the books. You know, maybe we're talking to people that have a mortgage right on a house mm-hmm. that they can't necessarily keep rented, you know, or yeah. these are these are the people that are giving us the deals today because they're just
1: offloading debts is basically what they're doing. You know, I'm glad you mentioned, you mentioned our marketing and so forth. And, you know, you and I are really about creating the relationships and, and and out of the, the co-op advertising marketing that we've been doing, I had, I had one fellow that uh, called in and I called back and I was asking him about this house. And I said, you know, I know what you're, you're looking to do. And and it turns out he was actually kind of a wholesaler working with a realtor who had this particular, particular property. I said, I know what your buyer, I mean, I'm so, I know what your seller, I, you know, I have to stop and think, you know, I'm a buyer or <laughs> seller. What am I today? So uh, I know what your seller is trying to achieve on this numbers wise. I said, but that's, you know, that's not going to work. And then as I was doing my research, I mean, almost immediately there, another property popped up that was a really nice renovation that had sold in the last three days. And let's just say that did not help the valuation that I was looking at, as a matter of fact, it knocked it down another 20 grand because I'm mean, you know I'm really looking at current sales and what's going on in the market right now. So I said, look, here's the deal. I'm I'll make an offer, but I'd rather not. You know, I just I don't want to lowball what, what people think are is lowball, but man, the house needed like fifty-sixty thousand dollars worth. It was only of fifty or sixty thousand dollars worth of renovations. They had done it some, but they'd done a poor job. So you really had to start over, you know, typical, typical stuff. Yeah. And sellers don't necessarily want to hear that, but it is what it is, you know? So I said, he said, please just write the offer. So I can at least get this guy starting to think in line. I said, okay, I'll write it. But see, I was developing a relationship there. Yeah. in the meantime, this guy sends me a Buckhead condo. And I said, yeah. Uh, so, I wrote an offer on that. Unfortunately, I didn't quite get that one. So, and then another house came up. I wrote an offer on, on that one. Uh, it's, it's a relationship. That's the point. You know, I'm looking for, hey, how can we work as a team together? Give me a stream of houses. You know, we'll end up buying something. That's right. That's exactly right.
0: <laughs> uh, and, and you got to, I mean, you know, I mean, in every real estate book, a real estate investment book you've ever read, Uh, not just about investments, even for the agents, you know, uh, they have to be out here, you know, making offers the offer from the agent is, Hey, let me sell. Here's what I can do for you. But if you're not making, you know, some say 50 offers a week, some say 20 offers a week, you know, but if you're not making offers consistently, you can't get the deals, right? If, if you're making 50 offers a week and you get one or two, you're having a stellar month, you know what I mean? Absolutely.
1: You're, yeah. And if you're doing it the way we're doing it, which is, you know, we, we, we really don't want deals that are kind of marginal. We, we want sweet deals, you know, yeah, sweet house deals. And this is what is absolutely necessary in times like these. Yeah. And, um, uh, and we can't lose sight of that because if we do, then, you know, we're going to go down, you know, with the ship probably. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are selling because they're just afraid they're backing up. They're in retreat mode, which is OK. I got to collect all my assets, put it in this safe basket over here. And um, and so they're willing to cut loose of of equity and assets that uh, we might me, You, our listeners might be able to pick up
0: on. That's exactly right. You know, so. Uh, bottom line is you just have to stay, stay, stay busy. You know, w- when we look at things that are going on today, you know, people have a lot of different concerns. You know, we've got the the pandemic, you know, the coronavirus. We've got civil unrest going on and people are out of work. Um, people are trying to figure out what things are going to look like moving forward. You know, you have to understand that you've got to be fluid. You know, you're not going to have all the answers right now and you can't wait around for the answers to to come. So you have to be fluid, meaning you've got to figure things out, try new things, do do things differently than you've done them before. Because we don't know what things are going to look like. We don't know how things are going to pan out. We only know that they have to work. Something has to work, but you can't wait around for whatever that looks like. You have to just jump in and do stuff,
1: you know. Let me take a second to talk about when you we were talking about making the offers. Yeah. And and uh most people are gonna say, hey, I'll give you this amount. And they'll do it verbally, or they'll send it over, like, hey, I'll give you this amount of money for this house in a little email. Hey, you know, to me, that's that's not an offer. That's a waste of time. Yeah, you know, put it in a contract and write the offer and send it with terms so that. A, a real seller can understand what it is you're saying because somebody says hey I'll give you and I'm asking 99,000 for this thing and they send me I'll give you an offer 50 50 grand and it just says I'll give you 50,000 what do you think I'm going to do with that as a seller anybody have any ideas you're probably not even going to respond <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to say nothing <laughs>
0: You know, is that what, what is there to I, respond?
1: I, yeah. You, you yeah. Just, I mean, you're 50, 50 cents on the dollar and you're not telling me if you're going to pay cash. You're not sending me proof of funds. You're not doing nothing. You're saying, hey, it's you know what that is. It's a wholesaler trying to snag a deal so they can flip it for 10 or 20. I have no problem with that. But hey, get real. That's you right. Know, get real with the contract, please.
0: Yeah, (laughs) in the contract, you know, why, why, why add another step to the process? Because, hey, what happens if you say, yeah, then you can simply sign the contract, and we're on a
1: contract, and you go. That's a good idea. I'm going to say, okay, next time, and see what happens. That's right, and and then we'll go from there. But I bet you, it's time for a break, and I want us to talk about some real life deals that we're into right now, and what we're doing. Let's do it.
0: Do you need to sell your house? Well our company, Will Buy, Will Buy Your House. We make the process very fast, very easy, and it's all cash. All you have to do is give us a call today. we Will Buy Your House, click 833willbuy.com, that's 833-W-E-L-L-B-U-Y.com.
1: Or call 833willbuy. Se habla espanol, llámanos, call us today. Hello and uh, welcome back to Real Estate 360 Show. So uh, Jason O'Miles, you know, you're really good at explaining and telling people where they can find us. Would you do that? Yes,
0: indeed. So first of all, as always, I want to thank everyone who has in, who's been engaging with us, you know, who's watching us on YouTube, The Real Estate 360 Show, or going to the realestate360show.com and engaging with us there, seeing what we're doing. And of course, as always, the podcast. You know, this is the Real Estate 360 show. It's something that you can see everywhere. Any platform you're on, Spotify, uh, Apple, you know, uh, Google Play, so on and so forth. But I want to say thank you for engaging with us. Thank you very much for downloading, thank you for sharing, thank you for doing all the things that you're doing and please continue to do that. Continue to watch, continue to share, continue to download and tell us topics that you're interested in. You know, we want to know what it is you want to know so that we can give you um you know our take, our experience on that issue because that's what we're here for. We're here to help. So again, thank you so much. Please subscribe, watch, download, share, continue to do that. And we will continue to do what we're doing
1: for as long as you'll have us. You know, you just said that we want to know what they want to know, but I would put to you, Mr. Jason O. Miles, hashtag (laughs) the real estate trainer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That we already know what they want to know. Oh, tell me more. Well, we're in their heads because we've been there. That's we, we've we walked through the minefield, if you will. And uh, if we, we find out where they are in terms of activity in their real estate investing career, then we already know what it is they, they want to know. Yeah. Exactly. You know, now what are we doing right now? Well, we are kind of, it's a, it's a matter of perspective really, isn't it? You <laughs> know, so, so some guys are selling right now to loosen the, the, loosen the load, get rid of uh, obligations and payments and that sort of thing, maybe sacrificing some equity because they don't, maybe, maybe they're not willing to go through the process of a renovation or a retail and they're just uncertainty is what might be fueling all of that kind of thinking and activity. Yep. So we're looking for that, you know, to help them, with that problem. Otherwise, if they don't have a problem, we're not, we don't need it. We don't need to be there. Right. And so, but if they say, listen, I just, I want to get rid of this thing. I want to get, you know, I'm going to sell it. So, you know, I mentioned earlier in the 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 first segment that uh, this relationship I developed out of our co-op advertising, uh, the last house is the lady came back from overseas on a house that she'd been making payments to, to find people were living there Hmm. and they had deeded it to themselves, you know? And so they, so she walked into a real legal mess because now they're claiming ownership of a property that, you know, fraudulently they picked the deed up and obviously forced her name, but still, you know, That's crazy. If somebody does that, you know, they take two pieces of paper and take it down to the recorder's office, the recorder. Only thing they do is say, okay, I got a notary here. I got the signatures. Bam. They stamp it, file it. Got a new owner. It's that simple. Uh, So That's crazy. Yeah. So, but she got all that unraveled. So now she's getting ready to put, put the mark, the house on the market. And uh, so I made the offer before it, it's going on the market. You know, I'm thinking, okay, let's see if we can't just buy it now. And do you think she's just, do you think she has any emotional attachments to that house wanting to keep it? <laughs> oh, she wants out of that. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she wants out of that. <laughs> and I don't know what it looks like. I, I looked at it on the internet. The pictures look pretty good, but you know, people have been living there for like a year or two because she, while she's been overseas, who knows what the inside looks like and well, who knows what is, what it looks like after they moved out, it's now vacant. I know that. And, uh, so, you know, I made an offer on it that made sense to me, you know, as a real estate investor. Mm -hmm. So we'll, you know, we'll see, I don't know. And, you know, and what we're talking about here is different than when you go to a real estate education seminar, you know, they say, here's a house we bought. This is what happened. Blah, 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 blah. Well, what happened before that house? You know, how many offers did you make? I, you know, I just told you about three offers that I made mm-hmm. that go went nowhere mm-hmm. and you have to prepare yourself mentally for that. Cause some people get, Oh, well I, I made two offers. I made three offers. Mm-hmm. Aren't I ever going to buy a house? Probably not. <laughs> you know, let me just cut to the chase. Yeah. If that's your attitude for sure. Right. <laughs>
0: exactly. I mean, I mean, you have to make offers in this business. That's the only way to make it. And, yeah. you know, would you like to get every offer you put in? Yeah. every. You'd love to do that, but that's just not how it goes. So you have yeah. to be like Steve said, you have to be prepared for that. And it's, it's not even really dealing with rejection. Right. You're just putting in the offers the way you want to buy those properties, or at least the way you want to contract those properties so you can sell them the way you want to. and need to, to get a profit, to make a profit. You have to be in a position to do that. And you can only do that by making offer after offer, after offer, after offer, after offer, with the understanding
1: that you're not going to get every one of them, even though you want to. You know what? That's right. And and if if you're, it's part of the process to get over the fear of actually making an offer because, you know, you're afraid that you won't get the offer, right? Yeah. But a lot of people are afraid, oh, my God, what if I actually what if they actually say, yes, what am I going to do then? You mm-hmm. know, so there's a there's a double edged sword in the fear category on on writing offers. So it's it's a big thing. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, I couldn't I couldn't agree with
0: you more, but it's, a, it's obviously it's a necessary thing. It's the it's it's where everything starts in our in our business. So you just got to go do it. Just put it out there. Put yourself out there. Uh, um if you're not comfortable right now with you know making offers then be okay with being uncomfortable period point blank yeah learn their numbers make the offers based on what those
1: numbers tell you period and you know if you're if you're unsure what to do first you can always go to the realestate 360show.com and download the the four week action plan that's right That'll give you something to do while you're figuring out what to do next, right? That's exactly right. And,
0: you know, again, you know, the times that we're living in uh, you know, the current climate, the financial climate that's occurring because of what we're going through does create a lot of opportunity. You just have to put yourself in position to recognize what that opportunity is. You know, we know that commercial real estate, you know, commercial retail real estate is going to be hammered, absolutely hammered. And that's something that, you know, is going to really go on for the next couple of years or, or longer or and longer. That's right. And when those properties start to become available, when the banks foreclose and then it goes through their whole process and, you know, they start to come back on the market, there's an opportunity there, a huge opportunity, because right now people are 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 trying to do in the commercial space or talking about doing things like, you know, taking over uh the loan and things like that. And you know what? Parts of that is, are good. You know, if you're considering, Hey, they bought this property, they got a great interest rate on it, but the values are going to be different. You know, it may be worth a half a million dollar less in six months, nine months, you know? So the interest rate really is in consequence. It doesn't matter if it's worth, a half a million dollars less in the future because of what it's going to go through. You kind of got to let things play out and prepare yourself for what's coming because that's going to be a tremendous opportunity for a lot of people. You're absolutely
1: right. There we go <laughs> <laughs> backwards. Uh, you know, and those commercial properties are evaluated on their rental income and their NOI, their net operating income. And the reason that they'll be selling them is because that net operating income has dwindled significantly. Mm -hmm. And so then you're right. It doesn't matter what the interest rate is anymore because you're way below that, right? That's
0: exactly right. So, I mean, that's just recognizing what, what that opportunity is going to be because of what we're going through today, you know, and how does that relate to the single family business? Well, mortgage applications have gone up, but lending criteria has slightly changed. You know, they want, Bigger down payments from the owner or the buyers, or, you know, they want credit scores to be a little different. You know, they're, they're thinning out the herd, if you will, for, uh, as to who the buyers are. Right. But there's still not enough single family homes on the market for these buyers. So it's still a seller's market. It's still a seller's market and it's going to be that way for a little while. So You have a lot of opportunity on the retail side, or if you're a wholesaler, you have obviously a great deal of opportunity. If you're willing to one put in those offers, put in a lot of offers every week. So you can get the one, two, three deals that you really want so that you can sell them to the, to the person that is willing and able to renovate those because they know there's a shortage of housing and they know they're going to get that retail sale in a relatively short period of time. So, there's a ton of
1: opportunity in this chaotic moment that we're in. So there's buyers out there and there are renters out there. So if there's an opportunity to rent something, then that works, uh, man, I kind of taken over our, one of our apartment buildings this past week. And I've got people calling me left and right, looking to rent apartments because we've done a really nice job on the inside. But we can talk more about what we're doing in the next segment.
0: Hi, this is Sammy with Sammy Hadid Real Estate Keller Williams. Are you looking for a top producing agent who will look out for your best interests? Top dollar on the sale of your home, a well-negotiated contract, an efficient closing? Please call me at 305-978-4249. I'm more than happy to set up a consultation. I'll put together a proposal for you to net top dollar for your home. What it is that I'm doing to get all my homes sold. Then you can decide what's best for you. Again, I'll do whatever it takes to get your home sold for top dollar. And I promise you that I will protect your equity with my life. 305-978-4249. Sammy Hadid, H-A-D-I-D.
1: hey, uh, I was thinking, you know, we were we mentioned earlier about the what are we doing? What are what's going on with us and our houses and so forth? So uh, do you want to talk about the one that is on the market right now? And I'll talk about the one that um, I'm finishing up next week. It's just so we're wrapping up and we're pulling some of our assets, too. But we're not really we don't want to sacrifice them because we know what you just. Well, I've learned just now because I learned it from you that. There are more home buyers out there than there are houses. Well, I knew that. Yeah. But, <laughs> so I'm going to take advantage of that idea and finish up this renovation, put it on the market and sell it retail. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, because they're out there and we have to make sure we're prepared for that. You know, we
0: want to, you know, we're, we're wholesalers, we're fixing flippers, you know, we're, re, we're retailers, right? We're different things at different times, depending on the situation. Right. So yeah. Uh, we definitely want to make sure that we're taking advantage of what the market is offering us, because that you know you you cannot in any situation, in any type of economy, in any financial climate, in any industry, you can't always push a narrative that may not fit the time. So you have to look at what the market is calling for, and then supply that.
1: It's as exactly. simple as that. Or make adjustments to whatever it is you're supplying to fit that market. That's right. And, That's you know, right. we're not having to really do that right now. Not mm-hmm. yet. You know, mm-hmm. we're just we're actually conducting our business pretty much the way we would mm-hmm. have, you know, six months ago or if nothing else had had really changed. That's right. I mean, just think about it for a
0: second. Right. Just to put, the, put it in perspective. Right. So, I don't know, 14, 15 years ago condo conversions were all the rage, right? Yes. You know, so for someone who made a ton of money doing condo conversions back then and then got out of the game for a while, if they came back in the game today, into the business today and said, hey, I made a ton of money 15 years ago doing condo conversions, I think I'm going to do
1: that now. You'd probably lose their shirt. They probably would because most of those apartments out there are too small and it wouldn't fit the market.
0: It would not fit the market at all. It would not. You know, it's not something that is going to be uh, super profitable anymore. It just isn't, yeah. you know? So um, I just wanted to kind of put that put that little contrast out there and saying that, just to prove the point, to drive the point home, actually, that you have to understand what the market is calling for so you can make money by supplying that to that particular demand. It's, it's really that simple. You know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just fall back, say, okay, uh, things are a little different than what they were, you know, six months ago, a year ago. Uh, how do I adjust? How do I, what do I need to do? Just sit back, look at what the market's calling for. Talk to other investors, you know, talk to real estate agents, watch, you know, the financial news, read some articles about what's going on in the market,
1: and then go do that. Exactly, and you know, I was speaking to a a young lady yesterday who uh, was pushing uh, the Airbnb uh, program of quite a quite a you know a year ago. We met, and I said, "Wow, this makes a lot of sense. I'd really like to do that." And uh, she basically what she does is managing manage those. And guess what? She's making some adjustments in her business. And uh, she told me yesterday. She said, "Oh my God, I've had everything happen in these Airbnbs." She said most recently over in East Atlanta, which surprised me. I would have think I would have thought it would been West Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She said, I, She said she had like a a shootout <laughs> in one of her Airbnb properties, and one of the occupants there that with that was a, a gun toting uh, tenant, short term tenant. Uh, He's in the hospital. One of them is in the hospital and the other two are, you know, probably in the wind, on the run, on the lam, whatever you want to call it. Wow. Yeah. She said, you know, I've been looking at this Airbnb thing, though. She said, now, here's what I've noticed is that those lower end properties, you know, that that are in uh, the areas where the per capita gun ratio is higher than, you know, (laughs) She didn't call it that. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, you know, I'm using my, my language, uh, per capita gun ratio is a little bit higher, you know? And she said, I don't necessarily want to be in the West end, you know, with these things anymore on trying to do a $2,000 per month, Airbnb. And I said, you you know, 1500, $2,000 a month doesn't make any sense to do an Airbnb because, you know, you've got your internet connection, you've got your utilities, you've got your maintenance. You got your yard, pesky all that stuff that you can give to a regular tenant. Charge them twenty-five or thirty percent less than an Airbnb. You're going to make the same money and none of the headaches, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we're we're looking at some of the investors that we
0: know that had Airbnbs. Obviously, uh, that is part of the hospitality industry, and it has been hammered, right? Mm -hmm. And and it's not just because of the coronavirus. I mean, these Airbnb and certain uh, certain areas have not been doing as well, uh, over the past year, I would say. And what the investors that we know that were doing the Airbnb business are doing, how they've modified their business is to say, Hey, listen, we have a shortage of affordable housing. So we're going to rent the room out for 200, two and 200 a quarter, 250 a week, and they're getting it. Yes. You know, so they're, you know, uh, they might have a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house. They're paying for cable, right? Uh, that That's it. But they're getting $600 or $800 to $1,000 a month out of each room.
1: Yeah. So out there you go. Room. There's another distinction of, of how to make adjustments. And, yeah. and, and back to the Airbnb lady, she said, hey, what I'm seeing is that people are willing to rent these McMansions uh, we would like fries with that and, <laughs> and, and pay really good money for those. So she, she was, she has a Smyrna house. That's a big mansion of some sort. She's renting for $5,000 a month. And she said, now that makes sense. And I said, okay, I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah. 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 But again, it's it's making those adjustments and, and understanding
0: what the market really needs and how you can fulfill that need. That's it. That's it. No matter what you're doing, you know, if you're wholesaling, you're wholesaling. But what do the, the uh, fix and flippers want? You mm-hmm. know, if you're the fix and flipper, you know, w- what are the price points you need to be at? So you don't want to go buying, you know, half million dollar retail homes, you know, if they're not the houses that are selling. You know, you just have to find out what's selling and those that's easy information to get any good realtor, any decent realtor, you know, will be able to tell you, Hey, here's the, here's the
1: sweet spot in the market today. Yeah. So, simple as that. You know, honestly, I think we're in a really exciting times right now because we were coming off, you know, multiple years of really low interest rates and they're still low right now, which to me as a real estate investor means I've got several years of people who have bought properties at super low rates. Maybe they're in a position where they need to unload that house. Maybe there's not the equity in it that you need as a real estate investor, but it's also recognizing that equity is not the only play. Cash flow is a play. Mm-hmm. And cash flow can be achieved with a really low interest rate on residential single-family ha- houses. I wouldn't suggest that on the commercial right now, as you were talking about earlier, I think you're dead on on that. I know you are. And, uh, but, uh, on that, on the commercial side, whoever comes up with the, the best play on that uh, without having to do too much is going to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't agree with you more, you know, because <clears throat>
0: again, I'm, 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 I'm speaking with investors in the market that are, that are wanting right now to make a move on commercial real estate (laughs) in terms of taking over leases, things like that. And I just believe it is a horrible idea at this moment. You have to let this thing play out. You have to let it play out so that you can pick stuff up at the value that it's actually worth, you know, and um, you don't want to be, I I understand wanting to be the head of the curve, but you don't want to be so far ahead of the curve that now you've got this You know, this big mortgage that you have to cover, you know, on a commercial piece of property until things change. We don't know when that's going to change. I mean, what's the purpose of buying a restaurant today when you don't know what that industry is going to look like in three months, six months, 12 months? You just just don't. Will it come
1: back? Absolutely. But when? And what is it going to look like? And with that, I just had a thought. Do you have a prediction of, where the best values are going to be, and and what I'm what I mean by that, you know, we've been through a few cycles, if you will, so we recognize the ups and downs, and sometimes the properties end up at with the banks, and sometimes they end up with the people. Uh, do you have a prediction on that? Yeah, those um
0: those commercial properties are going to definitely wind up with the bank. So there's going to be a lot of people trying to make little uh, side deals to to get stuff, but Again, it's the valuation aspect of it. If you believe that this property is worth, you know, let's say $2 million in the market today, but there's a $4 million loan on it, you you know, you probably don't want to take that property over. You got to allow, you have to allow it to play, to play out. And the banks are the ones that are going to be the sellers in the next year, year and a half, two years, three years, you know, they're going to be the sellers of that commercial real estate. And it's gonna take some time because
1: the banks move extremely slow. They sure do. We've often said that uh, we can't really find any intelligent life within the bank (laughs) (laughs) walls, But that's just maybe we're just looking at it from a different perspective because they know different things than we do. But Mm -hmm. I know we have a break and let's talk more about that when we come back. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it is, call us. I'm Scott with Five Star Services. We do home innovations from your rooftop all the way down to the ground. Interior, exterior, doesn't matter. We do it all. Give us a call. You can reach us at 404 348 2348. That's 404 348 2348. Or you can get us online at www.fivestarservicesatlanta.com. Give us a call. Estimates are free. We'll be happy to take a look at what you have. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if it is, call us. I'm Scott Bowen with Five Star Services.
0: All right, we are back. We are back. Welcome, everyone. We are just having a little banter back and forth about what to share with you, really. You know, about because, listen, you know. Myself and, and and Steve, you know, we know no matter what, no matter how good or bad the perception of things are, we have to keep pushing forward. You know, we have to keep pushing forward because that's the only way we can find any success. It doesn't really matter what's going on outside your house. Right. I mean, it matters, but it doesn't. All that matters is that you can recognize what an opportunity looks like in the times that you're living in. OK, it's not all gloom and doom. The world isn't going to stop. The dollar isn't going to, isn't going to cease rotating. So, you you know, your bills aren't going to stop coming in just because things seem to be rough for a lot of people in the world or in our country or in our city for that matter. You have to figure out what it is you're going to do and keep moving forward, right? So when we're talking about real estate and real estate investing and recognizing opportunities, you know, what is going on? The climate. The political climate, the financial climate, the social climate—all those things play a role in how you're going to do business. Just don't let it hinder you. Don't believe that the sky is falling. Right. See the silver lining.
1: See Thank the you. Silver lining, and there the silver linings are always everywhere. You know, we're we've been talking about great situations that are going to create a ton of opportunities, and actually they've already started uh, in terms of opportunities for us and, and you as a real estate investor. But you know, um, these same opportunities may be not as prevalent as they're going to be, but these same opportunities were here, you know, six months ago, a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. So when people say, when is it a great time to buy, an investment house. Well, now, Mm -hmm. right now, Mm -hmm. always right now. Mm -hmm. It's not about the timing so much. It's about fitting it in and recognizing it as an opportunity or massaging it a little bit so that it becomes an opportunity using all the tools that are in your toolbox. That's right. Right. And sometimes you have to add to that toolbox constantly you have to add to that toolbox that's right you know there are four laws of the universe and um the third law is that the only constant in the universe the only thing you can count on is being the same always is change (laughs) that's right it's it's always going to change so don't think you, you know, today is going to look the same as yesterday because it is not. That's exactly right. And we see that in
0: in just basic business practices, right? We've seen uh, people that were very successful in business, right? And they refuse to change with the times. They refuse to modify. I'll give you a perfect example Uh Blockbuster for anyone that can remember Blockbuster, right? Blockbuster really cornered the market in video rentals and game rentals. I mean, they, they were it, you know, you went there, you rented, you bought, you did whatever you were going to do with uh, your DVDs and your VHSs. They went all the way back to that. But when presented with an opportunity to jump into the future with Netflix, because that was their, that was their uh, opportunity. They said, no, they said, nope, don't want to do it. And then Redbox came. They got a piece of of Redbox, a small piece of Redbox. But ultimately, what happened to all of that? Netflix put them all out of business. I mean, you can still see a Redbox here and there to rent a movie, right? But for the most part, Netflix killed them. And they killed them because the, the, the owners, the leadership of Blockbuster refused to change with the times because they had been so accustomed to making money the way they were making money
1: they didn't feel the need to change. You know, I was, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was thinking about this yesterday on <laughs> some other opportunities that we're doing. And sometimes we'll present something to someone, and they hear one or two words and then say, "Oh no, I don't have anything. I don't have anything to do with that." Well, they don't even know what it is. You That's know, right. they're just saying no. And I'm thinking, I'm scratching my head, thinking, "Wow." there's no wonder that this guy is poor and I'm, and I'm thinking about a particular person, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. and, and there's several like that. And, you know, we have the anachronism for poor, which is passing over opportunities repeatedly, mm-hmm. you know? And so if a salesman come to your door, you know, they usually have something good to, good to offer. A lot of people don't want to talk to salesmen because they're afraid that the salesman will sell them something, you know, mm-hmm. they might buy something that, And I think it's because they're afraid they might regret it. And yeah, you know, sometimes you're going to buy stuff you regret. So what? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. it just is what it is. You know, you push
0: through it, you go to the next, it's on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. It's always on to the next. You know, we've done deals, you know, we we talk about it all the time. Uh, We've done deals where we lost money when we sold the property because we just wanted to get it off the books. You know, we've done deals where we've only made seven or eight hundred bucks, you know, uh, because we wanted to, or needed to get it off the books. You know, mm-hmm. It just comes with the territory. You know, if you're if you're listening to these gurus out there that tell you they've never lost money on a deal, they've never done a bad deal. They've been doing it for, you know, 20, 25, 30 years, and they've never, ever had a negative in in the uh, 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 deal. They're lying. They're absolutely not telling you the truth, you know, or they're just giving it another spin. So no, I didn't lose. I I, I learned something, so I won. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but you know, there are deals that are gonna come across sometimes that just don't make sense. You know, right. and that, and that's all all across the board in every business, every. Everything we do does not make money. We wish it did. I wish that we could all
1: bet a thousand. It's just not something that happens. That's that's right. You're absolutely right. But, you know, uh, the thing to do and what people might be doing is reacting out of fear about whatever's happening out there and bringing that those ideas into their head here in this moment. The only thing I can say about that is, yeah, like, you know, you saw Miles back up like this and say, well, let's just take a look at this and see what's what's happening. Let's look at this show here. Kind of look at like look at it like it's a show, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like for your entertainment. Mm -hmm. It's not something to get all tied up in emotionally Mm -hmm. um, unless you get hit by a brick. You know, then, then I would say, what the heck are you doing out there on the street? You know, during this time, go home. But, uh, uh, so, so you're backed up, you know, you're sitting back in your chair, you're saying, okay, wow. You know, the, the confluence of opportunities in this moment is just huge. Mm-hmm. And it's just opening yourself up to that and saying, wow, uh, it doesn't have to be real estate. It That's can right. be anything. It can be That's absolutely right. anything. That's it right. could be buying and selling businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, you might want to become a business broker right now, because I think there are going to be a lot of businesses for sale. Uh, whether or not you got any buyers for them, that's another story. I don't know. I mean, you know, I
0: I had a, a few meetings yesterday and, you know, people were out and about. You know, there were restaurants that were seating people again, you know, and these are things that are going to become normal again. Right. Social distancing is a thing that, in all honesty, in three to five years, it'll it, it it's. I don't even know if it's going to take that long. But it'll it'll be all a bad memory, unfortunately. But it's the truth, you know. It's the
1: truth. You know, I'm glad you kind of mentioned that because um, this is a, there's a lot of chaos. And I was listening to the radio yesterday, and the guys were saying, "Would you like for all of this to end right now and everything go back to the way it was, or or are you willing to go through all of this?" These issues, this turmoil, for another six months, but things change for for the better, significantly for the better. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I said that's a darn good question, and and uh, so they were doing a little mini survey within their little their station there, and they all said, well, we'll take another six months. That's right. I said, and why that's not? Right, yeah. that's right. because and listen, things do need to change. That's for sure. Quality yeah. of
0: life has really uh, has changed for a lot of people, Uh, a certain self-realization of what's going on in their own lives. People that were working two, three jobs all the time were missing out on their family life, you know, and now they are, they have to be at home and they're understanding the value there. And now they're saying to themselves, Hey, what can I do differently in my life moving forward? So I can spend more time with my children. So I can have a little more time for myself, because those are the things that are important. You know, just running out here making money all the time is not as important as one may think. It's just not. So you, you have to, you have to understand how things are going to change and you want to be a part of that change. You know, the way business gets done from here on out, is going to be completely different
1: forever and ever. Amen. You know, I've noticed that in my neighborhood, there's people walking around, they're riding their bikes, they're playing with their kids a lot Right next door, all of a sudden the the next door neighbor has he's finished his deck he cleaned up the backyard he made a garden he put in some swings the kids are they're outside they're playing with their family I said, wow, this kind of looks like the 50s yeah. you know the you know it's like a reset yeah the reset some somebody's come along hit this reset button and uh, it it feels really good. It does. you know. So
0: folks, listen, uh, as always, thank you. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for sharing. Please continue to do so. Realestate360show.com, the podcast, and stay focused on what it is you want to do. If you want a wholesale property, you got to get out there and you got to make the offers. You got to talk to other real estate investors to see what's going on in the market. Get informed, stay informed, be around people, that are going to keep you informed, put things in your mind, in your uh, you know listening and reading that are gonna help you get to where you wanna get as a real estate investor and grow
1: because you can't do it by watching the news. That's right. And remember, only you are the one, you're the only one who is in control of your life and your thoughts. Nobody else is there in your head. That's right. Yeah. So. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next
0: week.